This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Tuesday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing. Brian, what are we seeing taking place in the grains? Well, we're seeing weakness in corn again, so that looks a little sour. We're down a nickel on most contracts. You're seeing wheat prices uh, firm, though, anywhere from two to four higher. And then uh, when we look over at the bean complex, down 15 to 17 with March leading the way downward today. A little more conducive forecast, it looks like, for Southern Hemisphere. And so uh, off on that and a little bit more political tension. So, um, yeah, things are a little little, little challenged right now uh, in corn and soybeans. So, Brian, are we in a window right now where there's just uncertainty with those two things, waiting to see how that weather will play out because it does look more favorable for South America and then also the uncertainty because of the recent attack on some of those shipping lanes, I guess, in the Middle East? Yeah, and you never know how that news might be perceived, but it looked like yesterday when corn prices were off, the open interest rose, so it told me that the, the net of it was that there's more selling. I think the other unfortunate thing right now for a lot of producers is is just because of the nature of 2023, there weren't as many bushels that were, let's say, priced ahead or sold ahead. So farmers, after having for many better yields than they thought, have this extra inventory and starting to look ahead and the end user knows it. And uh, it's just, you know, it's kind of a bit of a quagmire right now, kind of a poor case scenario. So you've got and the near-term internal prices in China declining. You've got China buying purchases of commodities stronger in the last month, but a lot of that from the Southern Hemisphere. And then you've got you've got here at home farmers that are likely having to or are selling some corn and kind of capitulating. Uh, interest rates are a factor. Carry charge in the market. Those are those are things that are. Farmers are trying to push a pencil to right now. Unfortunately, there just doesn't there isn't a real friendly story with those numbers, and then there isn't a friendly story on the outside markets. So the technicals look soft, and the uh, the weather in South America, I, I'm going to say right now, isn't isn't new as a negative for production. It's just it is what it is, and attention will focus on less production out of Brazil, but more out of Argentina. The net of it probably is about a wash. Reading the midday update from Total Farm Marketing, I'm reading the Argentinian government proposing a plan to increase taxes on soybean meal and oil by 2%, raising it to 33%. Brian, we haven't talked since the new change in leadership in Argentina, but what do you make of some of the changes we're seeing and some of the potential proposed changes? Well, just one person's view on this. The potential is that the currency gets devalued, the amount of mood, the product out of the country, they want to generate revenue. And that that's another one of these dots that just that's not a bullish dot for U.S. commodities. Now, some might argue, well, as long as they're moving stuff, that's less supply on hand. Um, that's true. But um, that's sort of a uh, I, I don't think that's the right way to necessarily look at it. The, some say, well, it's Western Hemisphere supply as long as it's being sold and moved. That, that there's some merit to that. But it, uh, from an individual country perspective, it's. It's a revenue generator for a country that needs revenue, and I think they'll do what they can to try and move product. Let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace. What's happening in the livestock complex? Currently, I've got the futures market giving up some of its earlier gains and trading mixed and live cattle. That's 27 higher on the December, but 20 in February. I'm going to clump this into a consolidation pattern right now. I like the upturn in cattle prices on the board. We're $7 off the recent low. Uh, but I don't know if we've got that upward momentum to carry it. The 21-day moving average is acting as a strong overhead resistance. 
Feeders are steady to 80 higher today. Hogs are off. Milk is off. Uh, or I should say steady on milk, gave up some earlier gains. Global dairy trade was a slight bit positive, but the market just didn't do anything with that. Um, so so that market continues to look soft as well. Um, the entire protein complex, while it's down on futures from where it was, not necessarily sure that all that decline of the last six weeks has necessarily reverberated back to the consumer. Thank you for the analysis as always, Brian. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? I think the best way is a phone call, 800-334-9779. Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing, our guest here today. Brian, thank you so much for the time and have a great day. Thank you very much. That was Brian Doherty with Total Farm Marketing. It is time now for a check of the numbers. At midday, March corn is down four and three quarters at 472 and a quarter. January soybeans down 14 and a quarter at 1312 and three quarters. January soybean meal down six dollars and forty cents at 406.40. January soybean oil up two cents at 50.66. Chicago wheat up four even at 621 even. Minneapolis wheat up four and a half at 726 even. Kansas City hard red wheat up eight and a quarter at 636 even. And March oats up one and a half at 385 even. On the Merck, February live cattle down 15 cents at 169.47. January feeder cattle down 5 cents at 223.12. February lean hogs down 70 cents at 70.87. February pork cutout unchanged at 81.72. Class 3 milk up 6 cents at 15.65. This has been a check of the midday markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.